0: What's up, everybody? Zach here. One of your two favorite pairs of balls in the podcasting game. Since corporate America is still sleeping on your boys, and we don't have any advertisements to promote right now, in lieu of that, we're accepting Venmo donations of $2 for whatever you'd like us to say on the podcast. As long as it's not anything hateful, mean, cruel, anything that'll get us canceled, anything extremely negative, we'll go ahead and say it. If it's a joke, if it's something loving, if it's just something fun, if it's you talking about Paul Pierce sharding, for example, we're all about it. Just go ahead and Venmo Sean-Janos, $2, and he'll say whatever, and then go ahead and Venmo Zach-Lane-15, $2, and I'll read whatever you want. Thanks a lot, everybody. Now back to the podcast.
1: Hello everybody and welcome back to the second episode of Balls Out. We are back, we're following through with it, we're, we're, we're going to keep on going, we're never stopping, you can't stop this train. I'm Sean Janos and joining me, as always, is Zach Lane. Zach, how are you today?
0: I am just fine. The balance fine. of an exciting first weekend of NBA playoff basketball... Combined with the heartbreaking loss from my favorite team, the New York Knicks last night, just uh, has me in a pretty booed middle ground right now, but I'm excited to be here with you, buddy. Booty. How you doing?
1: Pretty good. Booed is a good way to put it. Uh, I was looking at the uh, the Vegas lines on these series, and one stuck out to me, and it was the Knicks. I saw that they were underdogs, slight underdogs. They were plus 105 against the Hawks. And I just couldn't help myself, and I threw 20 bucks down on him. So I'm invested just like you. I was devastated after that first game watching Trey Young have such an impressive playoff debut. But we'll get to that a little bit later.
0: Dare I say it, still a hell of a bet by you. But we'll talk more about the Knicks Hawks later.
1: Oh yeah, I'm still confident in it. Anyway, so we're going to move uh, chronologically here. We're going to start with... The results of the play-in tournament So, I think the headliner here, the most exciting game It's everything we could have hoped for From the play-in it tournament is. in that Lakers-Warriors game Wizard's pace? Oh, okay You're talking about Lakers-Warriors <laughs> Oh, my bad Yeah, I mean, as exciting as Grizzly Spurs was uh, I think Lakers-Warriors really <laughs> took the cake here Hey,
0: if you want to isolate our Indiana fans, go for it but I agree. Lake, Lakers, Warriors, big time.
1: If I do recall correctly, we uh, had different predictions on this one. I, I went the boring, safe route, and I picked the Lakers. And you were uh, exciting and bold, and you took the Warriors. So, uh, got anything to say?
0: I made the interesting decision for the playing games to have the wrong opinion compared to every single result of every play-in game. So I'll admit my faults right there. I blew it with all the predictions. I went big, I went bold, I went hopeful, I went with the heart, and I was slightly disappointed. But I do have to say, I was pretty excited to see the Warriors knocked out the second night.
1: Yeah, that was a, a surprise. I thought for sure that they would be able to handle either the Grizzlies or Spurs, but I think we both underestimated the fire, the passion that this Grizzlies team plays with.
0: Yeah, a bunch of young guns playing with big balls. Dylan Brooks, guy we got to highlight.
1: Oh, my Just God.
0: Going back to Lakers-Warriors, though.
1: I mean, hell of a right. game. Came down to the wire. Oh, my God. Man, that the last few minutes of that game was so exciting to watch. We had, we had everything. We had uh, Draymond with a borderline flagrant. I'm happy that they didn't go with the flagrant call upon review. I'm happy that they... Uh, Just called a common foul there with LeBron having (laughs) LASIK eye surgery, performed mid-game to himself.
0: (laughs) Yeah, LeBron taking more time to get up than guys tearing their ACLs and getting hit by pitches (laughs) directly in the eyes in other sports, but, you know, not only is he one of the best basketball players of all time, dude's a tremendous actor already, and his career's just getting started, so he's got to get some warm-up out here.
1: If this is any indication to the Oscar performance we're going to get in Space Jam 2, I'm excited for that movie.
0: Jesus Christ, dude. Space Jam 2 is going to be off the charts if LeBron's performing like this, dude.
1: <laughs> You're Right. I mean, all jokes aside, getting poked in the eye fucking sucks. But... <laughs> he managed to hit uh, the biggest shot of the season so far. Or, I'm, yeah, I'll call it that. The biggest shot of the season so far. From the Staples Center logo... All over, none other but Steph Curry, taking a page out of his book, giving him a taste of his own medicine, however you want to slice it. LeBron just sacked up. He went balls out and hit an enormous shot there to go up three and ultimately win the game.
0: Balls out, baby. One minute left, LeBron nails it, puts him up, ends up finishing with a triple-double. Just pretty solid, Mm -hmm. classic LeBron stuff. You really expect nothing less from him at this point. And in the big moments... You expect
1: them to come through every single time. Absolutely. And uh, AD was uh, the perfect sidekick, you know. If you're getting 25 and 12 from AD. You're pretty happy, you know.
0: Not too shabby for
1: your second-best player. Right. Steph he Steph had a great game. It was, every, again, everything you could have wanted. Steph and LeBron, duel down the stretch. Uh, Steph with 37, shot 12 of 23, 6 of 9. Nice. From 3. Nice. <laughs> the stat that really jumps out to me is he had 6 turnovers. The, the Lakers played... Real aggressive defense on them, trapped them every chance they got. Got those long arms, that long lineup of theirs into every passing lane. They were, they were, they were active. They were pesky, and that's how you got to play Steph. That's what the Grizzlies did to stop them too.
0: Yeah, to see to see six turnovers from Steph and then six turnovers from Draymond too. You got to have at right. least one of those guys taking care of the ball. That's tough right there. And another, I mean, a classic Draymond performance with two points. And then nine <laughs> boards, eight assists, three steals. He has more steals and more blocks than he does points in the game. It's just like the <laughs> most a- classic Draymond shit ever.
1: Nobody else has stat lines like that. It's fucking <laughs> so wild to me.
0: It's just absurd, dude. And, you know, probably not exactly what the Warriors wanted. They could use a couple more points out of him.
1: No, no, no. But uh, back to the, the turnover problem. The Lakers ended up winning that turnover battle 20-11. Uh, Coming away with 15 steals. Yeah.
0: I mean, you're giving up. You're having 20 turnovers as a team. It's really tough to come back from that and take the dub. Mm
1: -hmm. KCP and Caruso each came away with three. Kuzma, 80, and LeBron all with two. Just like a team effort on defense. And uh, Caruso, man, he blew me away with how he was able to play these huge minutes in essentially an elimination playoff game. I mean, he played 30. 30 high-quality minutes, 14 points, shot 50%, awesome defense. He definitely looked like he belonged out there.
0: Yeah, he's definitely... It's incredible how he's figured out to play so well with LeBron. He does everything you would want in a guy on just complimenting LeBron. He plays really hard defense. He steps up, hits shots when he needs to. Doesn't require the ball in his hands too often. Makes some smart cuts, makes smart passes. Doesn't do too much. Just plays it cool, goes with the flow, and just... You know, rides the perks of playing yeah. with one of the best players of all time.
1: It can't be that hard. Right. He was the perfect alternative to Schroeder, who really played bad in this game. He also played 30 minutes. Shot 3 of 14. Uh, box, box plus minus. He was minus 20. Stinky. Yeah, the Lakers just were worse with him on the floor compared to Caruso or KCP or any of their other guards.
0: Yeah, it's tough because Schroeder is really good, but he's a guy that just... Uh, he tries to do too much with the ball in his hands and when you're playing with LeBron you really just gotta be moving mm-hmm. off the ball you really gotta just stay active and not be dominating too much and so you know it's, right. it's his first season with the Lakers maybe he'll stick with him next year but he'll
1: learn eventually right alright moving on to another playing game here uh, the Celtics really made us eat our words <laughs> by beating the the Wizards 118-100 to Tatum made me eat my words especially i said this dude doesn't show up in big moments (sighs) he just can't win games for the celtics team and he goes out there and drops a 50 burger right in my fucking face he
0: cooked that shit up medium rare shoved that shit down your throat right away he was yeah all over it and watching him dropping 50 you see the stats that's amazing watching him was even more incredible because the way he was getting it done fall away mid-range easy cuts to the basket, pulling up in guys' faces from three. It was just, like, every which way you could get a bucket, Jason Tatum was doing it that night. Yep. And he was doing it efficiently, too. 17 of 17 from the free throw line. Fucking
1: ridiculous. Yep. Yeah, I mean, if you like watching free throws, pretty cool. <laughs>
0: yeah, at Sixers fans.
1: <laughs> and then, um, like I said, though, he, he can have these brilliant games, but it's hard for them to win without um, having someone else show up, and, uh, my guy Kemba also really put together a great game. 29 points, 7 rebounds from the little guy. Bleed blue baby. Just awesome. Mhm. Tristan Thompson turning a great great performance with Robert Williams going down 12 and 12. All you can really ask for from him. For the Wizards, the um the stars there just uh, didn't look great. Beal <laughs> he put he put up an alright stat line, 22 points on 10 to 25. But he clearly didn't look hundred percent. If you watched the game, he was out there hobbled. That hamstring's clearly bothering him. He just doesn't have that step. But he did everything he could. Westbrook was terrible. Six of eighteen, taking terrible shots, stuffed the box score like he does. But of course, like we said before, doesn't always translate to dubs.
0: And I gotta say, from what was happening in that game. It really seemed like the Wizards knew early that it wasn't their night and kind of just conceded and realized, all right, we're mm-hmm. not going to take this one. Let's just come out and smack the Pacers next game and take the right. eight Right,
1: and that they did. That they, they certainly took
0: did. took it to them easily and past probably six minutes into the third quarter. You might as well have just shut the TV off because that game was just yeah. unwatchable.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of weird because Westbrook cut out the bad shots and they won weird how that happens yeah. I mean, six six of 13 for 18 points 15 assists eight boards that's a good westbrook game you love it's to see westbrook that Good Westbrook game deal shot more efficiently 25 points on nine of 17 they got contributions across the board like they didn't in the celtics game they got 18 from Rui, uh 15 13 with five blocks from gafford who the fuck saw that coming
0: Dude, it's insane what Gafford's been doing since he got to the Wizards post-trade deadline. He has yeah. just been feasting off of Westbrook's dimes, mm-hmm. and those oh. guys have developed so much chemistry, and he plays hard as fuck, and he's always in position to just throw down lobs. Right. He stays tight on defense. He doesn't go crazy. He jumps up to block shots, but he doesn't take like the wrong approach on these shots. Like He doesn't just go chasing blocks. He's pretty disciplined.
1: Right. I mean... The guys he had to beat out for the the center minutes um, are Robin Lopez and Alex Len, so he definitely <laughs> saw an opportunity and took it.
0: <laughs> Stiff competition, dude.
1: Yeah. Over to the Pacers. I mean, Sabonis had a 19-point triple-double. Pretty good for him. Uh, mm. Brogdon had a very inefficient 24, and then outside of that, no, no, no real help.
0: No Miles Turner still, so it was real tough. Yeah. And Karis LeVert was out, right?
1: Yep, I don't think they had Karras. I didn't see him out there, yeah, at Yeah, so...
0: I mean, two of their starting five players. Also, TJ Warren's been out the entire year. The Pacers, uh, they've been in shambles towards the end. And yeah. couldn't really expect too too much out of them in this one. Going against Beal right. and Westbrook. Those guys are just... They're better than any players. Besides maybe mm-hmm. Sabonis on the right night that the Pacers have. So, talent really won out in this
1: one. Yeah, I'm glad to see that the Celtics and Wizards prevailed in the East there. Um... They're definitely the teams with the more exciting players. We don't have to see Sabonis or all these Hornets guards out there. We have uh, Tatum, Beal, Westbrook, Kemba. Stars, cut and dry. And I'm so glad that the Celtics ended up with the 7,
0: though, against the Nets, because regardless, they're going to be fodder for either of these top two teams without Jalen Brown. And at least seeing Westbrook and Beal go up against Philly will be a little bit more exciting than seeing Tatum go 1v5 pretty much every single time and just getting annihilated.
1: I mean, it's one thing to watch Gafford have a great game against Sabonis, Betasde, and Brissett, but <laughs> real trial by fire here against Joel Embiid, huh? Uh,
0: yeah, he's got his work cut out for him in this next series. So, you know,
1: we'll see what Daniel Gafford's made of. Right. So, that was the East. With uh, Celtics took the 7, Wizards took the 8. And then over in the West, the Lakers took the 7, and the Grizzlies took the 8 with uh, an awesome upset over the uh, the Warriors. The Grizz, baby. That was a great game to watch, too. I mean, John Morant down the stretch just took it to the Warriors' defense, which has been really, really great to close out the regular season. And he was just able to, to make them pay. In that last regular season game, they played off of him on the pick and roll, you know, made him have to shoot. And... He must have, uh, must have learned from that because he really knocked down the threes this time.
0: Yeah, what do you have? Like It was like 8 or 12 points in that game against the Warriors, final game of the regular season. Inefficient, mm-hmm. kind of scared. They're staying five feet off of him, daring him to shoot. He doesn't know what he's going to do. He's so used to driving to the rim going by people. And then mm-hmm. in this game, he was just taking it to him. He's taking what the right. defense gave him. He's getting open looks. He's canning some threes, and then when it came down the stretch and they needed a bucket, he's driving. He's nailing floaters. Game right. goes into overtime, hits two big floaters towards the end of overtime, and just right. carries the team to the wind, doing everything that was necessary.
1: Yeah, I mean, he played 46 minutes in that overtime game, just laying it all out there. Valanchunas fouls out. In the, um, I don't remember if it was late fourth or early overtime, but he was out of the game. They had to make it work with uh, Anderson and Desmond Bain and Grayson Allen out there, and they they did. Grayson Allen two <laughs> two huge threes. I did not see that coming.
0: Two big threes, zero big trips, and zero dirty plays. Somehow for Grayson <laughs> <and> Allen, <laughs> unbelievable no tri- performance.
1: <laughs> no trips, just triples.
0: Just triples, baby. Yeah, Ja finishes the game out thirty five six and six, four steals. Five of ten on threes, 50% from three for Ja on ten attempts. That's right, unbelievable. And that was the Warriors' biggest nightmare for the game.
1: Yeah, kind of a questionable decision to go with uh, Draymond at the end of the fourth quarter taking the game winner there.
0: Yeah, quite interesting. <laughs> Not I mean, exactly how I would have drawn it up.
1: No, I mean, I get that they're doubling Steph the second he crosses half court. He's got to get the ball out of his hands. But, I mean, he managed to put up 39 throughout the game, playing 47 minutes. They just couldn't afford to take him off the floor. But you've got to find a way to get him the ball. You've got to run that, that weird play they love to do in the corner where they kind of do the, the shovel pass, set the moving screen. Something, you know? One of those unstoppable Steve Kerr warrior plays.
0: Anything. Rather than have the guy who's averaging, like, five points a game this year take the last shot.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he just hammers it off the fucking backboard, doesn't even hit the rim. They go into overtime leaving the door wide open and the grizzlies just take it to them. they just wanted it more they had guys who played with their balls out and the warriors really didn't
0: big balls baby i'd love to see it from john morant just a young up-and-coming superstar point guard it's slightly heartbreaking the knicks could have had zion they could have had him to end up with rj barrett Still a great consolation, but I love to see what ja has been doing. That was the exact kind of game he needed. Last year in the bubble, they lose to the Trailblazers in the play-in game. They miss out on the playoffs like that. They come back this year. Amidst all their injuries, they're in the play-in game again, and they come through. Ja learned from last year. He pulled his balls out. He smacked them on the table, and he said, all right, I'm going to get it done. I'm taking my voice to the playoffs, and he did it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think they, they really love playing for him. All those guys: Dylan Brooks, Kyle Anderson, Triple J, Jonas Tillman, the whole lot. They just—they love this guy. They put all their trust into the second-year player, and really seems to be uh, paying off for him. How could you not, dude? You see that guy's hair? That shit is fucking. Fuckable. Yeah, right. The hair and the stash and the goatee—he's got—he's got it going.
0: Oof! Got the braids going. He pulls him back. He's got the little red—the single red one going. God damn! I love to see it from Ja. <laughs> man's got swag, man's got game man's got balls
1: right, alright moving on to day one of the playoffs finally, playoff basketball and um, the first game I want to talk about it may not have been the uh, most important game, but it's one that really made me feel great I like this one, and that was Dallas beating the Clippers in game one, 113-103 to 103.
0: thank god, dude, I thought you were going to say Knicks Hawks and I was going to no, no, go no, ballistic no.
1: We'll bury that one in the middle, so we can really just gloss over it and save your tears. Oh uh, yeah, let
0: me get some deep for before. Let me get the tissues ready.
1: <laughs> so Luca, thirty-point triple-double—the second in his very, very, very young playoff career. He's already got two triple-doubles in what is it? Seven playoff games? Six playoff games? <laughs> How many games did he go to last year? It went to six, right?
0: Uh, last year it went to six, a so seven playoff. Yeah, so it's seven playoff games.
1: Unbelievable, great game. Uh, especially considering how uh, Porzingis didn't really show up.
0: Yeah, and I mean, not too too surprising from Porzingis right now. This has just been it's been a weird year for him coming off the injury. Still been injured at various points throughout the year. Couldn't really get it going, find his groove. So it's mm-hmm. tough. He's the second best player on the team. You get 14 points on 13 shots out of him. Four rebounds for a guy that's seven three.
1: How do you not even just like have the ball just drop into your hands?
0: I don't get it, dude. You feel like you could sleepwalk into four, like into at least like nine, ten rebounds.
1: Sleepwalking the boards, I like that. <laughs> but they they managed to get other contributions across the board. I mean, Luca was setting up shooters. Hardaway finished with twenty-one. He shot five and nine from deep. Dorian Finney-Smith, eighteen. He shot four or five from deep. Brunson chipped in 15, you know, being that secondary ball handler when Luca doesn't have it, taking the weight off his shoulders a bit. Yeah, Jalen
0: Brunson is impressive, man. I really like him a lot. As a backup yeah. point guard, he's exactly what you want to see. He comes in, he doesn't make mistakes, he plays mm-hmm. hard. He's smaller guard, plays tough in his defense though, and just knows his role.
1: Yeah, I love his attitude though, as well. I hear him on podcasts. You know, he's got this. He's real outgoing. Never hear a mean word out of his mouth. Just seems like yeah. a great dude to play with.
0: Exactly. And Hardaway Jr. I can't say enough of how well he played that game. He came yeah. up clutch for them. He hit like five straight towards the end of the end of the fourth quarter. He was just drilling. Um, and he he's been such a great sidekick for Luca, because he just steps up and hits mm-hmm. whatever shots he needs and he's played a lot harder defense in Dallas than I ever saw out of him in New York
1: <laughs> yeah I guess uh, a good coach gets the most out of you
0: yeah, I guess a winning situation might have a little to do with it too
1: <laughs> probably a little extra motivation um, for as well as those Mavs played uh, the Clippers kind of came up pretty stinky Kawhi shot a poor percentage, twenty six points on nine of twenty two. Playoff P is still at it, eight of 18, 23 points. I guess that's not too bad, but two of eight from D. If you you expect him to make more than two threes,
0: and PG and Kawhi combined in a three of fourteen from three, that's just not enough for those guys. And Paul George,
1: kind of,
0: Paul George is phenomenal this year as a shooter. He was over forty percent. I mean, right. two of eight from two of eight from three is not going to get it done from him, and. Mm-hmm. 23 points is fine, but if you're Paul George and you got the stink of last year's playoffs on you, you just gotta come out chucking, and you gotta prove all the haters wrong. And neither him nor Kawhi did that in the first game.
1: No, I mean, remember that six-month stretch where we were calling Kawhi the best player in the league? Like, a couple, right after the Raptors championship? Oh, dude, it feels like fucking... It feels like a dream at this point. Yeah, it just goes to show how, uh, how basketball fans can be, how quick they are to to crown guys and switch their opinions and always looking for the, the hot take, you know?
0: How hard we can overreact in the moment.
1: Yep, exactly. Uh, Clippers didn't get any notable contributions anywhere else. Reggie Jackson was so bad. I've never really liked his game. Shot one of six in 21 minutes. Batum played 32 minutes, only got 11 and seven. Playoff Rondo, 11 points. Marcus Pretty Morris, solid. 4 points in 33 minutes.
0: Reggie with a bad performance in the playoffs, probably the biggest lock of the first day <laughs> of playoff yeah, games. Dude. I think I think Reggie Jackson is mids, dude.
1: That's where I should have put my 20 bucks. Yeah,
0: honestly. Well, no. Yes. Just put just put your winnings on there for the next round, dude. Because you're, yeah, you're still making it out with that 20 bucks.
1: <laughs> Ty Lu made a... I think he's gonna change his uh, the whole way he coached after this because he only played Terrence Mann one minute. He was very impressed from the regular season. I like him. Expect to see way more of him over Reggie. Um, mm-hmm. Their big free agent signing, Luca Cannard uh, K- was a, a a fat DNP. You know, maybe Luke maybe Kinnard they look to him for a spark. You know,
0: catching catch what like sixteen million a year over four years of his extension, and catching a DNP in the playoffs. He's not even in the rotation. Is... It's crazy. Oof, that's crusty. That's looking bad for the Clippers right there.
1: Very bad. So, we'll see. Um, apparently, Lou was asked post-game whether why he didn't guard Luca with Kawhi more. And he said, you guys are probably going to get what you're looking for next game. So, expect uh, some coaching changes, especially with uh, how they guard Luka.
0: All right. We'll see if it's enough, dude. Luca is just... Out of this world. Phenomenal right now. Yeah.
1: I mean, we saw this, again, we're going to cite the series last year between the Clippers and Mavs. Even though the Clippers came out on top, the Mavs shocked everybody, taking them to six as the seventh seed.
0: Mm-hmm. And, if they, and they did that they did that without Porzingis after, like, the second game last year, too. So That's right. If Porzingis starts to round into form even a little bit, this could be a real long series and yeah. could be...
1: Oh, Big bad news for the Clippers this offseason, maybe. Oh, yeah, I'd love to see Dallas come, up on, come out on top and then Kawhi jump ship and try to team up with another star elsewhere.
0: Uh, hey, man, we got, like, looking like two max slots in New York this summer. <laughs> 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 um, right. Hey, if he wants to play second fiddle to Julius Randle, more power <laughs> to him.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Let's talk about the next game here on the slate. I got the Bucks beating the Heat in overtime, 109-107, off of a awesome game-winner from Chris Middleton.
0: Middies from Middy for the game.
1: <laughs> I like that. It's funny. Every time a team manages to find a way to slow Giannis down, if, if you call 26-18 and 18, slowing him down, <laughs> it just seems like Middleton knows how to step up and really make you pay for locking in on their star.
0: hmm. And the main difference this year... You got Drew Holiday, you don't have Eric Bledsoe anymore. You don't have fucking Ricks being thrown up at the basket from a catapult every fucking other possession.
1: Exactly. You got two guys that can make you pay, and that they did. Middleton with uh, 27 points, 10 of twenty-two, six assists, 6 boards. Holiday, 20 20 points, 11 rebounds. Um, Shot 50%, 0 for 5 from 3. So still room to go up for him. I mean, he could still play even better
0: exactly and the bucks as a team 5 of 31 from 3 that's 16% from the game. Miami was 20 Yikes. for 50, 40% from 3. They got outshot by 15 threes and the bucks still ended up coming out with the dub. And what you yeah. said about, you know, limiting Giannis to 26 and 18, 26 points on 27 shots. That's exactly what you want to see if you're Miami.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, they got what they wanted. there. It just seems like the three best players in this game all got locked up. Because Giannis got locked up. And then Jimmy and Bam were just terrible. Horrifying. They combined to shoot... Here, I got to do a little quick math here. Eight of 37 from the field. Ugh, big yikes. Yeah, eight for 37, 26 points between the two of them. Uh, Jimmy contributed elsewhere. You know, he plays great defense. He... Definitely, him and or him and Bam both play awesome defense. They played a huge part in slowing Giannis down. Jimmy with ten boards, eight assists. Is that much improved playmaker like we talked about last week? And even
0: that horrible shooting night for Jimmy, he's still clutch. He's still Jimmy buckets. He still got it done at the end of the fourth quarter to put it into OT. So, right. as horrible as a night as he had, he still managed to get it done when it counted. Just not at
1: the end of the game. Right. I'm expecting this to be a real good series, seeing as Jimmy and Bam are probably not going to play this bad again. Yeah, that's where we differ a little bit. We'll we'll talk about that later. Right, right. Um, Other guys on the Heat, Hero, just like in the regular season, he just isn't the same guy he was last year, it seems like. Shot 2 of 10.
0: No, it's it's Uh, different when you're a rookie, you catch guys by surprise. Everybody knows the Tyler Hero story right now. Defense is geared up for him a lot more. He's got to adjust.
1: So we haven't talked about any Heat players that actually played well yet. So who really kept them in this game were uh, D-Rob and Dragic, Those guys showed up.
0: Yeah, dude, you, love, you know what you're going to get from Duncan Robinson. Takes 13 shots. All 13 attempts are threes. Shot Would have shot 14 threes if he didn't get fouled on one of them. So makes all three free throw attempts. Ends up with 24 points. 7 of 13 on threes. Nails all three free throws.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you're keying on, keying in on Jimmy and Bam, Duncan can really hurt you, man. That guy's a flamethrower.
0: And he doesn't take easy shots, either. The threes that he gets are... He's pulling up, like, old J.J. Redick fallaways right off the screen... Catching exactly. it, pulling up, like, five feet behind the three-point line, and everyone is just fucking water.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like JJ. It's very Clay-esque, the way he's moving off the ball, running off the screen, catching the ball, and putting it up right away. All in one motion, it seems like.
0: Yeah, it's just pretty.
1: Yeah, and then um, Goran Dragic also turned in a great game. 25 points, 10-17, 5-10 from three. That guy can make you pay.
0: Just didn't seem like he was going to miss. Every time he had the ball... He knew exactly where he was going, exactly what shot he was going to get. And he was mm-hmm. solely the reason that the Heat stayed in the game for as long as they did because every time he came in off the bench, it was just an epic spark for them when their offense was falling flat.
1: Right. And from what I remember from last year's uh, title run that Miami made, Dragic and Robinson were enormous cogs in this machine, in, the, in this Heat culture engine that just fires in all cylinders. But Jimmy and Bam are also remarkable and those guys have to show up to these big games and have to be the guys to beat the Bucks like they did last year.
0: You said enormous cogs, correct? <laughs> just just making sure. Enormous cogs. <laughs> yeah. But they 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 need, they just need more out of Jim and Bammy. Uh, Jim and Bammy. <laughs> Jimmy and Bam. Bam.
1: <laughs> Jim and Bammy. I,
0: I wish I was close enough to Bam out of Iowa to call him Bammy. Goddamn.
1: Yeah, I think that's what all of his friends call him. You're not quite, of course. You're not quite in his inner circle, but you'll get there.
0: Yeah, not yet. Maybe a couple more dates. We'll see.
1: <laughs> right. So the next time those uh, two teams play is actually tonight. So by the time this airs, we'll see uh, how game two goes. Yeah, baby. Prediction for you? What do you think? I got a big bounce back from the Heat here, you know? Make adjustments. No one's better. There's no better coach in the Eastern Conference than Spolstra. I think Jimmy really rallies his troops here and uh, sets a great example this game, you know?
0: Want to hear a quick update on the game while we're recording?
1: Oh, fuck, it started. Yeah, 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 tell me.
0: On in the background right now. It is 41 to 15, Milwaukee in the first quarter.
1: Oh my god, I'm wrong immediately.
0: <laughs> immediately. I just wanted you to eat those oh. words real quick.
1: God, I'm getting stuffed on all these words I'm eating. Fucking yes. steady diet of words. Hot little bit of pie <laughs> on the face right there. Yeah, it fucking burns. Yeah. <laughs> I need so many words, I don't have room for dessert I can't eat pie too and There's <laughs> I wish egg on I had my said, face too, this is nuts
0: There it is dude I wish I had said that I was picking Milwaukee Before I said what the score of the game was But
1: oh, you could have really played that off To be a, a real big brain I could have But I just really wanted to expose you real quick <laughs> That's brutal Alright, time to make you feel sad
0: <laughs> you motherfucker Come on, we're not even on day two yet you really just skipping ahead to depress me
1: No, no, no The second most depressing one for you probably And that's Denver getting uh, Beat at home by 14 by the the Blazers
0: oh, It's heartbreaking
1: Yeah, I mean Portland, they just unleashed a barrage of threes 19 of 40 That's fucking <laughs> it's, terrific It's disgusting Denver, meanwhile, 11 of 36 Actually disgusting <laughs> Yeah, it's
0: not even that bad either It's just, to keep up with Portland like that You gotta do better
1: Right, I mean, they only shot 8 free throws The whole game, that's the that's what really jumps out to me 8 free throws You have to think you like shoot more than that By accident
0: That's the fucking disgusting part The disgusting part is the disrespect they get from the rest Jokic is the fucking undisputed MVP of this season And dude shoots 4 free throws in the game And the team shoots 8 okay. That's That's criminal
1: did he work his way to the line though? Like, was he forcing guys to foul him?
0: Dude, he was making moves inside all game long. He could have had some and one stuff, but Jokic's game is a little. I mean, it's power, but it is a little more finesse too. He likes to hit that little one foot fade away when he's just does a little sauce, little shake on guys, and then does a little Dirk action, fades away on him. He's nasty with floaters. He's good with runners. So, but I mean, he does he does do up and unders inside and everything. It's just, I don't know, maybe he makes it look too easy. They don't want to give him the call.
1: Yeah, right? They're like, oh, wow, he really got him there.
0: Yeah, like, you couldn't have gotten touched. That was an effortless finish. Meanwhile, he's getting clobbered (laughs) by Anus Kanter.
1: Yeah, right. Um, And what's maybe even sadder than only attempting eight free throws is they made four of them. It's kind of embarrassing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So they made four free throws... Portland made 18 free throws and Denver lost by 14, which is the free throw discrepancy. So, yeah, that says a lot about the game right there.
1: Yeah, that's uh, the game in short. And uh, Dame turned in one of his classic playoff performances 34 points, 13 assists, hit five threes. Terrific game. It's what we've come to expect from him at this point. And
0: they got a nice little contribution, a little throwback from my boy Mello. Instantly steps into the game in the first quarter, coming in hot. 12 points in five minutes in the first quarter, four or five wow. shooting. Now that Mello's back with the cornrows, it's all over, baby. That's right. I saw
1: you had the cornrows. I was like, did he get that just for this series? But I guess he had them at the beginning of the month. I was like, oh, man, I don't know. I think he had the nuggets on his mind when he took when he took the, the cornrows back.
0: Yeah, Galaxy Opal cornrows, Mello. You know he's getting the done.
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, eighteen points in twenty-two minutes, shooting fifty percent from the field and three. Efficient Mello, where'd that come from? <laughs>
0: Efficient Mello, that's it, that's dude. Crazy. It's Cornrows back. He's ready to get it done. They got a, uh, you know, they got the contribution out of CJ. Uh, they got twenty-one points out of him, but mm-hmm. they got they just have too much firepower for the Nuggets. The Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Jokic drops 34 and 16 14 of 27 Super efficient But only one assist for the best passing big man of all time They fed Directly into Portland's game plan We're going to single cover Jokic We're going to let him eat all night long if he wants to But he's not going to get any other guys involved Michael Porter Jr. Ends up with 25 12 of 21 He's 11 of 11 on 2's And 1 of 10 on 3's
1: Wow, that <laughs> it's fucking absurd. Crazy. That's It's a crazy discrepancy, yeah.
0: Oh my god! And this is a guy that's—he's I mean, only probably like one and a half full seasons at this point in the league with the shutdown last year and with the shortened season this year. But it's a guy that and all the injuries he's dealt with, all the injuries he's dealt with, this is a guy that's over forty percent from three as a six ten forward for his career right now. So Scary. one of ten—that's she- an outlier. You would think that next game he's going to get it going.
1: Yeah, I mean, shades of KD there, being that tall with that kind of shooting stroke. Oh, yeah. At the risk of comparing him to an all-time legend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, I'll take it. He's
0: going off early in his career. I'm loving to see it from Porter Jr. And 25 points when you're only hitting one of 10 from 3s three is pretty ridiculous.
1: Right, he had to work hard for that 25. When you When you tell me, Jokic had 34 and Michael Porter had 25 and you didn't tell me the final score I would guess that the Nuggets won the game I mean where else are they supposed to get points from?
0: where else? that's the problem the Nuggets, fully healthy be heavily favored in this series if they had Jamal Murray, if they had Will Barton if they had Monte Mm -hmm. Morris at 100% that's their Mm -hmm. three best guard options they're throwing out a freaking 46 year old 5 foot 2 rookie and fucking Facundo Campazzo, like this dude's uh, not making Damian Lillard play any defense whatsoever he's also no. not playing any defense on Dame like if you want to play if you want to take it to this Portland team you gotta at least try and make those guys those guards play some defense try and tire him out on the other end
1: yeah and I, I, I really like Monty Morris at 100% but unfortunately yeah. that's just not what we have I like him a lot too. He's super efficient.
0: One of the best backup guards in the league.
1: hmm Right. Maybe the Nuggets have to experiment a bit with a, a Seventy Sixers style jumbo lineup. You know, have Jokic, MPJ, and Aaron Gordon take turns bringing the ball up. Play them alongside like Millsap. And fucking, I don't even know who else.
0: If only they had Mason Plumley this year, that would be complete <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> Never thought I'd hear that. Oh, ball ball,
0: baby. Oh yeah, Is we bull got ball ball,
1: health- dude. Is he healthy?
0: I don't know if he's even a real person, dude. It <laughs> 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 I feel like it's just Manu Bull who just like colored in his hair with a sharpie and is like let me try and get back in the league they don't have my birth certificates anyway I'm good
1: (laughs) yeah right how do (laughs) do we know for sure that this isn't Manu
0: that's what I'm saying I've seen Bull Bull play like one preseason game and I have not seen him since
1: (laughs) yeah was that just a collective fever dream that we all had
0: It must. That's really what I think at this point. I think I must have just blacked out for the second half of the NBA draft that year. All
1: right, let's uh, let's finish off day one here. Um, We don't have to talk about this one for very long. It's just the uh, the Celtics unable to capitalize on a slow start from Brooklyn. They really they left the door open early, and Boston just didn't jump on them. Ended up losing by eleven, only scoring ninety three points. Against a really bad defense, you you hate to see that. That's bad. Tatum was Tatum was pretty bad. Twenty two points on twenty shots, four turnovers. No help anywhere else. I mean, unless you call an eleven point nine rebound and nine block game from Robert Williams. A contribution. I just saw this interesting stat. Robert Williams has more career blocks than he does missed shots. (laughs) That's fucking
0: insane. Isn't that fucking crazy,
1: dude? Evan told me that earlier today. I'm, I'm I'm gonna attribute Evan that, but dude,
0: that is really crazy. Shout out stats department. Yeah, right. Um, what do you have to say about this game? <laughs> Not much at all. You, by the final score, one hundred four ninety three, Brooklyn only wins by eleven. You would have you would thought, you really would have thought if you saw that score that the Celtics played a good game and kept it close. It was the Nets really just struggling in the first half The big three mm-hmm. None of those guys had hit a three in the first half at all They really seemed like They couldn't give less of a fuck Like this game was yeah. never in question For them They right. just decided to turn it on when they needed to Durant was phenomenal Per usual, Kyrie got it done Durant with 32, Kyrie 29 Harden takes 13 shots He doesn't care he knows yeah. he could get his shot any single time he wants against any Celtics <laughs> defender. And I think he's just right. out there chilling and having fun, saving himself for next round.
1: Yeah, I mean, the three of them, they combined for 82. <laughs> and the Celtics 82. scored 93 as a team.
0: <laughs> on, an, on an off night for just about all of them.
1: Oh, that's so crazy. Yeah, Shit. KD, 1 of 8 from 3. Kyrie, 2 of 8 from 3. Like you said, Harden not really putting up shots. Kind of just being the point guard, keeping the ball moving. Getting close to a triple-double triple, bu- triple double with nine boards and eight assists. It's absurd. That game, there's not much going on. That
0: series, no. is, that series is rough for the Celtics. If they had Jalen Brown, there'd be a little bit more to talk about. It'd be a little more interesting, but same result in the end, I'd say.
1: All right. So that wraps up day one. Um, overall, some pretty good games. Heat Bucks stands out to me Mavs Clippers also stands out to me those are two series I'm very excited about mm-hmm. um, Celtics Nets one I'm pretty depressed about that one's probably going to end up being a sweep and um, Blazers Nuggets could really go any way depending on how these adjustments are
0: yep I got the brooms out for Celtics Nets as well you want to just drop the predictions for these four series right now
1: um sure let's do it so we both have sweeps for that uh Brooklyn Boston one, unfortunately. Absolutely. Um, I wanna know I, I wanna know what you think of uh Portland Denver. I know you're very invested in that series. We should remind everybody since we're
0: recording our podcast on Mondays at this point. Next Monday game fives should be going on for almost every series. Right. Except for, we're thinking, nets Celtics. That one should yeah. be handily over.
1: Right, no game five there. So what do you think the series will be at come Game 5 for the other three series that we've talked about?
0: So Game 5, Portland-Denver. At that point, I see the Blazers up 3-1. 3-1. It sucks. I hate to pick against Denver because I love them, but I just don't think they have the firepower in this series. They don't have the defense to get it done. They don't have any real perimeter stoppers to throw on Dame or CJ to slow them down. Mm-hmm. Their best defender is Aaron Gordon. He's best at defending forwards and bigger guys. You don't really have to worry about that with the Blazers, so he's rendered a lot less effective. And Jokic can go for 34 and 16, and they can still lose. So. And Michael Porter can go for 25. I just don't know what more you can get
1: out of him. See, I, I I have faith in Denver. I think... I have faith in the MVP. I think... They tie the series up 2-2 and take it back home for Game 5. And then it's their series from there. So I think they can really unlock Jokic's playmaking. Not sure how. That's why I'm not an NBA coach. But they really got to figure it out. They got to get shooters around him. They got to get movement off the ball. Like They need to get Aaron Gordon going on rim runs. And on the other side, I really think that an all-around game from everybody on the Blazers is unlikely to happen every single game, you know? There's going to be nights where they just have cold shooting nights. They rely on the three ball so much. They're not going go to go 19-40 every night from deep. So they could drop two games easily, one in Denver, one in uh, Portland.
0: I could see it. I could see, I could see a lot from this series. I just really don't think Denver has the firepower at this point, and... They didn't even get a big game from Norman Powell either for the Blazers in that first Mm, one. That's true. So that's another guy that the Nuggets, once again, they just don't have the defenders to keep up with. If that guy gets going too, you know, you can offset an off game from CJ or Dame. Like, Norman Powell's legit. He gets buckets everywhere on the floor. And the problem with the Nuggets is you're missing... The shooting of Barton and Jamal Murray that opens up the floor so much for everybody else, and without that, it's it's really really tough. It's a lot more congested. There's a lot harder passing windows for Jokic to try and sneak it through. No matter how good he is, defenders are keen more in on Michael Porter Jr. Maybe that's part of the reason he was one for ten on threes because he's one of the only real credible shooting threats they had on the floor. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I got. After the first four games, I got Blazers 3-1, and for the series, I'm taking Blazers in 6.
1: Gotcha. I got Denver in 7.
0: Alright. I love to hear it, man. I love to hear the confidence in Denver.
1: Oh, yeah. So, back to Heat Bucks. This is one of my favorite series, man. It's either going to be the Bucks get shut down the regular season again, I mean, in the playoffs again by the Heat, or... They get that monkey off their back, and they get a revenge series. I think either way, it's a great narrative. Mm-hmm. This one, I have going two-two as well. <laughs> Even uh-huh. though we know <laughs> that the that the Bucks are up big right now. <laughs>
0: so you think Miami's got the next two games, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is basically the same Heat team from last year. They just need to figure it out again. They just need to get back in that headspace. Need to again I keep on saying this, but rally around Jimmy. He's the heart and soul of that team. And I think if they can all get to his get into his headspace, get into his mindset, and he can get back into the mindset he was in last year, they can give Giannis and company a very hard time and tie the series back up. What do you think? It's basically the same Heat team.
0: But they're missing Jay Crowder. And Jay Crowder was a big reason last year that they played the Bucks so well because he was not afraid to get up under Giannis's skin, be poking on him, talking shit, taking charges. Not afraid at all. Not afraid to jack threes up, too. Like, Jay Crowder was a big reason. I I think the Bucks are going to come through. I think this is exactly what they needed. They needed the heat in the first round. They needed to get the confidence from getting the revenge against Miami. And I think they're just going to come through and sweep them. I think they're ready to make a
1: statement. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I have the polar baby. opposite. To, or I guess the polar opposite would be a heat sweep, which is impossible. But I have <laughs> a pretty different outcome. I'm taking another Game 7. I got the Heat winning Game 7 in Milwaukee.
0: Wow.
1: Y- yep. And breaking up. Y- Giannis' heart again. If there's anyone who's going to get their heart broken, it just seems like it'd be Giannis. If there's anyone who's going to break hearts, it seems like it's Jimmy. Wow, you think Giannis just looks like a
0: cuck. You think he's just the type of guy.
1: He hasn't shown me otherwise yet. He hasn't shown me that he's not a cuck in the playoffs yet. Okay. Every young player's got to go through it. I think it's Giannis' time. Gotcha. Speaking of young players going through it, next series, the final one. Dallas... Clippers. I also love this series. You oh, go first yeah. this time.
0: This is great. So, Luca, it's same as uh, same as Bucks Heat last year. Rematch, Luca versus Kawhi and Paul George. Once again, I do think the Clippers are going to come out on top. I don't think wow. with a with an iffy Porzingis health wise, I just don't really think the Mavericks have enough to get it done. I think coaching switch up will happen they're going to game plan harder for Luca maybe they wanted to see what he could get away with in the first game see what he was going to put up maybe he gets a little bit of confidence maybe he thinks he can do whatever he wants out there then they just start throwing waves of Kawhi and Paul George at him and I god I don't have a lot of faith in playoff P, but I think Kawhi is going to come through I think they'll get some other guys stepping up they can't Everybody on the rest of the the entire rest of the team can't be bad for the entire series, I think.
1: So They need Marcus Morris to get back under Lucas skin again. They need him to just bully him like he did last year, you know, step on his ankle, push him around, get him really yeah, pissed.
0: Exactly. Give him a little give him a little shiv, give him a little a couple of elbows here and there, crack a couple of ribs. Marcus Morris is known for it. I'll say this is back to back years in a row, clippers and six.
1: Gotcha. What we've seen from Luca in his career is that he just shatters the learning curve that most NBA players follow. I think he's already taken his playoff lumps and he's ready to make a a run. And I have them winning this game in five. I think they'll only drop one. Wow. That
0: is fucking bold.
1: And it's probably the next game in LA. And then I think they take care of business in Dallas for two games and then game five. They go in with all the momentum. Luka comes in with all the confidence in the world. Playoff P is so deep in his own head that he's going to be hitting the sides of backboards again. And Jesus. Kawhi is just going to be tuned out thinking of the offseason and where he's going to go. He's going to be texting uh, Steph and Julius Randle. Yeah, he, sake.
0: he's going to be texting Julius like, yeah, you think it's cool if I come and take like 18 shots a game or something like that? Yeah, right.
1: You know all those guys you don't want to defend? I got you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Don't worry, dude. I'm the perfect second fiddle
1: out here. Right. So by the time next time we meet, I think the Dallas Mavericks will be up three-one and ready to to end things.
0: All right. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking two-two after the four games. And then I think LA runs away with the last two.
1: Uh, winning six in Dallas.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. They gotta come gotcha. back. They gotta. They gotta break some hearts. They got to do something. I mean, dude, they got to do something fucking tough after last year. I don't know if it's in their DNA, but they got to show a little bit of toughness and winning Game Six on Dallas's floor. That'd be something. That'd be a start right there for them.
1: Gotcha. I think it's funny that we're saying that the Clippers have something to prove when they won this series last year. I think that's really <laughs> telling to to how it went. You know.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, we saw what happened the rest of the playoffs last year. mm Hmm. They win in six games to a Mavericks team that was missing Porzingis after the second game. Then they go up 3-1 on Denver and have a fucking historical collapse.
1: Alright, so we covered day one of the NBA playoffs. And when we come back from this short break, we'll be here to cover day two. Alright everybody, I just want to shout out a very good friend of mine, Fareed. If you enjoy watching Twitch streamers, you've got to check this guy out. He's the best Halo player I've ever seen. He's been practicing for a Halo 5 Guardians tournament. So follow along on his student of the game journey at twitch.tv far33d. That's far 33 b as in like Farid, but with threes as ease. So definitely check him out. You'll have a great time watching his stuff. Now back to the show.
0: Alright, and we're back everybody To talk about the most fucking disappointing game Of the first weekend of the NBA playoffs And one that I'm surprised didn't cause riots in New York City We had the Knicks facing Mm -hmm. off against the Hawks In probably the most evenly matched series of the first round This is one where the Hawks were slightly favored Knicks are the four seed They have home court advantage the season series was 3-0 Knicks, Julius Randle, averaged absurd numbers, like 37 and 12 <laughs> against the Hawks, something insane like that. And then he came out and just took a fat dump all over his home floor. It was very fucking sad to see as a Knicks fan. He played 36 minutes. He was six of twenty-three from the field. He ended up with fifteen and twelve, double-double in his first playoff game ever. It just looked like he was forcing the issue Mm -hmm. a lot, and I don't expect him to play that badly again in the entire series. That was probably one of his worst games of the season,
1: but regardless, it was a fucking heartbreaker for me last night. See, the way I see it, Julius was just fertilizing the garden, and now beautiful plants are going to (laughs) grow. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I like that. That's a good positive way to look at it.
1: Right? Yeah. I mean, I got money on the Knicks now, so now I have a vested interest. That, and what I don't want to see. I don't want to see you jump off a bridge. That's the way <laughs> you gotta
0: look at it. If you got twenty bucks on the line.
1: Right. Fertilizing the garden. Beautiful flowers are gonna start growing. You know, it's May. It's spring. That's right. One of those beautiful
0: flowers. Fucking Emmanuel quickly did growing up right before Knicks fans' eyes. He's a mm-hmm. rookie. He's fucking out here Throwing big balls up Balls out Nailing two big threes in the first half of the game Just coming down the court Yacht City, five feet behind the line It's just wet This is what Knicks fans have been missing From point guards for such a long time Now we got Derrick Rose Now we have Emmanuel Quickly Mm -hmm. We got guys that aren't afraid to take it to you Shoot the ball Throw up some floaters Alfred Payton still fucking starts. It's unbelievable. That fucking absolutely blows my mind. <laughs> I've watched so many Knicks games this season. I have not seen him do a positive thing on the court once. And yet he's still the starting point guard of the playoffs.
1: So to keep the um, fertilizing the garden analogy going, I think that this rose will blossom. Derek Rose, that is. <laughs> Let's
0: go, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's gotta just take advantage of this matchup it. against the worst defender in the entire NBA and Trey Young. I mean he had seventeen on eight of sixteen, and that's pretty solid. With Julius playing at his full potential. And if Rosen quickly can both just take it to Trey Young, you know, get him caught up in the pick and roll with Julius. <laughs> I think that they can really exploit that weakness. And it's incredible. We got twenty seven points out of Alec Burks. Dude's Who been a spark plug. Coming?
0: Dude, it's crazy, but if you're a Knicks fan, if you're a real one, you know Alec Burks has been the fucking man this year. He comes off the bench, he's just been drilling threes, he's been
1: getting buckets, basically whenever he wants. Unreal efficiency, too. 27 points in 26 minutes on only 13 shots. Hit three threes. (laughs) Awesome. I don't think they get another game like that at Burks, but everyone else has got to really step up. Yeah, that's right.
0: You don't expect to get another performance like that out of Julius Randle. I'm sure he'll be good again. He'll be back to his normal self by next game. And, I mean, the fact that Randle was that bad, you didn't get too much out of RJ either in his first playoff game. He had 14-11, and but poor efficiency. And, I mean, you could expect more out of those guys. And Trey Young played a fucking phenomenal game. I was... So disappointed by the result, but I was very impressed by Trey Young.
1: Yeah, he was terrific. 32 points on 11-23. of He was very efficient. That's something that he's really struggled with this season. Um, 10 assists on only two turnovers. That's remarkable. Seven boards from the little guy. From the little guy. Oh, yeah. Aside from him, they got a big game from from Bogdan. He got uh, 18 points, hit four threes. Collins 12 and seven capella 9 and 13 13 from Luwell and 13 minutes off the bench all around a really good game from the Hawks I was impressed yeah
0: and I mean you could expect to see probably a similar game out of Trey young 32 and 10 is pretty wild but he kind of gets wherever he wants he nails floaters he only took three threes in the game which is insane for Trey young because he's usually right. just jacking them up there but you could expect him have a similar kind of game, and it it was a two-point game. The Knicks just couldn't get it done on the inbounds at the end. Tom Thibodeau drew up a fucking disgusting play to watch. And mm-hmm. I think you could expect every single one of these games to come
1: down to the wire. Right. What One thing I was surprised about was Randall and Barrett played under their regular season average in minutes. Randall only played 36 and Barrett 32. And for the regular season, they averaged... Um, 38 and 35. So I wonder what that was all about. You know, it's the playoffs. You expect those guys to be playing more minutes, to be exceeding the regular season average. What do you think Thibodeau was thinking there?
0: Yeah, I think it was more of just riding the hot hands. It was obvious from the get-go that Randall and Barrett were having off nights, and when you had Rose come in, he was getting buckets. Burks come in, he's getting buckets. Even Obi Toppin comes in, he nails a three and fucking has a solid dunk in the game. So... At one point, the Knicks bench was outscoring the starters by like a pretty solid margin. I don't know exactly how it ended, but I think Thibodeau just realized, i got to ride the high hands right now, and hopefully my guys come through when it matters.
1: Right. Hopefully those stars uh, blossom in the garden on a Wednesday night when <laughs> uh, these two teams uh, meet up again. I hope so. Please no more fertilizer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to uh, undoubtedly the biggest surprise from day one of the playoffs I mean day two of the playoffs and that's uh, the 8C Grizzlies upsetting the Donovan mitchell Jazz 112-109 to now I know that sounds like a close game but the Grizzlies were really in control the entire way uh, the Jazz were able to cut into the lead a bit at the end and it just seemed to be too little too late
0: mm-hmm. Gobert fouls out of the game yep The Grizzlies had to win two straight play-in games just to get into the playoffs and then take the first game away from the team with the best record in the league. It's pretty impressive, man.
1: No team has the momentum that Memphis has right now. No, that's big time right now. And a lot of that has to do with how great Dylan Brooks has been. God, he's
0: been phenomenal. On the defensive end especially, Mm -hmm. but getting it done offensively last night. 31 points.
1: Yep, leading scorer.
0: Mhm. 50% shooting. He's got some solid exactly. efficiency. And then mm-hmm. you got, you know, Jaw's just keeping it rolling. He killed in the playing games. He comes out, drops 26 on, you know, the number 1 team in the play, the number 1 team in the league this year. 26 yep. points, 11 to 21 shooting. Only took one three in the game. So, he was just doing exactly what he wanted. He doesn't want it to be taking threes
1: anyway, so. Right. And one thing that surprised—I've been a, a huge Jaron Jackson fan since he came into the league. Yeah, I mean he kind of burst onto the scene. Impressive rookie year, even better sophomore year. But coming off this injury, he's just been pretty terrible. I mean, mm-hmm. he was a non-factor in this one. He put seven points in 24 minutes, shot two of eight, one for five from three. And even though they won the game, <laughs> his plus-minus was minus 19. They were just way worse <laughs> with him on the court. Big yikes. Yep, they were, the Grizzlies, they've had the most success in this, this run of theirs when they go small, and they have uh, Ja, Brooks, Anderson, and Bain on the court with uh, with Valanchunas. Mm-hmm. Desmond Bain's been surprising. For the 19 points that Jaron Jackson surrendered in the plus-minus, Desmond Bain made up 23. He was plus 23 in only 18 minutes. Hey, coming through. Yeah, I mean, I hate looking at plus-minus, but I think it really tells the story in this specific instance. Yeah, and you can't say enough about how good Valanciunas has been
0: this season. He just and since he's gotten to Memphis in general, actually, he was the one they traded, the one the Raptors traded away to get Marcus All. And ever since he's got to Memphis, he's just been a double double machine. And this year. Average 17 points, 12.5 rebounds a game, 59% from the field, and even 36% from three on like only one attempt right. per game. But still, can step right. out and hit it when he needs to.
1: Yeah, I mean, they they played him the most in this game. He led the team in minutes. He played 39 minutes, a lot for the big fella. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of that has to do with their lack of depth at big man, with Jaron Jackson being pretty bad, you know. They don't really yeah. have another center they can rely on. But, hey, if it works, it works.
0: Yeah, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, dude. is mm-hmm. he's uh, he slept on big time in the league, and he, he just is. does not give a fuck. And he's an old-school center that just takes it right to you. Got phenomenal post moves, mixes it up inside, mm-hmm. eats glass big time. Like, he's just
1: phenomenal. Oh, yeah. And uh, for everything that the Grizzlies did right... The Jazz just did a lot wrong. I mean, it really starts with Mitchell being a late scratch. He, he said he'd be ready to go for game one. He hasn't played since April 16th. The Jazz miraculously went 10-5 and five over that span. But, again, he said he'd be ready for this game, and the medical uh, staff scratched him late. Um, it's been confirmed that he will be ready for game two Wednesday, so I think we'll see a completely different Jazz team with Mitchell on the floor. Yeah I'd say so too
0: And frustrating for Donovan Mitchell Because you know he wants to get back out there He's the team's He's he's like the heart and soul of this team He's the one They live and die on his shot He's the one who's taking the shots at the end of the game He's the one that's getting them going when they need some more offense So you know it's got to be tough For him and the team to not have him out there So I would definitely expect A different result in game two if he's there
1: Right he's as confident And competitive as they come Two guys that did show up and really carried the offense here for the Jazz were Bogdanovich and Conley. Boyan had 29, shot 50%. Conley had 22, also shot 50%. Um, they combined 7 for 22 from deep. Not great, but 16 of 16 from the free throw line, pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, Gobert, he, like you mentioned, he fouled out. Um, but when he did play, he was kind of a non-factor on offense, like, uh, like I've been saying. He uh, only took four shots, finished with 11 points, 15 rebounds, and three blocks. And um, I was kind of surprised with how Derek Favors played in his place. Yeah,
0: dude, Derek Favors has honestly just been the man for such a long time now. He's just so steady. You know, Derek Favors comes in, if he plays like... 20-25 minutes you know he's good for just a quick double-double he's playing solid defense he's hitting a couple little pop-out mid-range jumpers getting a couple easy looks inside he's Mm kind of just plays his role perfectly
1: and oh yeah he had four blocks in this game kind of nuts
0: four blocks it's good for them to have favors right behind gobert too because they kind of provide similar things on offense and defense they're both (laughs) They both don't step out. They're both highly efficient inside and they both play tough defense. So, it's just it's a lot for the Jazz when you're missing Donovan Mitchell. The guy averaged like 26 points a game this year. Yeah. So, it's it's real tough to make up for
1: that. Right. And I mean, Conley stepped up into that primary, primary playmaking role very well. 11 assists, but they didn't get much from Ingles or Clarkson and of course Royce O'Neill. I mean, I don't even know what he, what he's doing out there. Yeah, you're not getting much from Royce O'Neal on any night, so I wouldn't be yeah, counting I mean, on that too hard. you think you'd run into more than three points in 37 minutes, right? Oh, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, the thing... It's just its the thing that the Jazz have needed for so long. They just need the score. And without Donovan Mitchell, they don't have it right now. Bogdanovich right. can do what he can. He dropped 29, but he's not your go-to number one option. I right. think... Next game, Donovan Mitchell's back. It's going to be a whole different story.
1: I care to agree.
0: And you got to, we also have to highlight the Jazz, who were, I'm pretty sure, the best three point shooting team in the league this year. They were 12 of 47 from three. That's 25%. Uh,
1: disgusting. And, uh, yeah. I mean, it's not like the Grizzlies killed them from three either. They only shot 23s and made seven which is kind of wild to see in 2021 yeah right <laughs> so they, they really made him pay from uh the free throw line and uh from inside of the arc yeah just having their way inside right. I and mean, i actually i said that they made him pay from the free throw line but i guess i was wrong the jazz out shot memphis from the free throw line by a wide margin
0: noble man admitting his mistakes
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Utah, <laughs> 29 of 33 from the free throw line. That's very good. And uh, Memphis, only 15 of 21. So yeah. if you look at, if you cherry pick some of these stats, you would have thought the Jazz won this game. But not the way it turned out. I mean, Memphis played aggressive defense. They came out with 12 steals, won the turnover battle 14 to 9. Um, Kyle Anderson had six steals just himself.
0: <laughs> it's grit and grind, baby. The team changes, the soul of the city doesn't. They're still doing what they've been doing for years. They come out, they fucking clobber you, and they try to make the game ugly, and they did it. And they eat some great barbecue after. And they eat some fucking incredible
1: Memphis dry rub. (laughs) All right, so moving on to a couple cities that don't have as notable barbecue, and that's uh, Phoenix and L.A. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Unless you want to talk about Anthony Davis being barbecued chicken in this game.
1: Oh, True. Because I'm sure
0: I'm sure that's what Shaq was saying after the game, the way DeAndre Ayton was fucking feasting on him.
1: Right. Tell me a little bit
0: about how uh, how Ayton just handled A-Day. So Ayton was the guy that I was most impressed by on this first weekend. He put up 21 points, 16 rebounds, 10 of 11 shooting from the field in his first playoff game ever. This is a third-year player right now. A guy that when he first came into the league, everyone was saying struggles on defense. He was the first pick in the draft with Luka and Trey Young, so he had those added expectations on him. Had kind of a weird up and down year with Chris Paul being there and Chris Paul and Devin Booker being the centerpieces of the offense. So taking a little bit of a backseat role, but Mm -hmm. absolutely grinding in this game. Hyper efficiency. I mean, 16 rebounds, Anthony Davis had seven rebounds in the game, Drummond had nine rebounds in the game, so DeAndre Ayton had the same amount of boards as Drummond and Anthony Davis combined, and that's outscored, outscored Anthony Davis by eight points, and held him, maybe not his primary defender the whole time, but five of 16 shooting for a guy that's been one of the best players in the league for a long time now.
1: Yeah, and... The, the regard that he really killed them was on the offensive glass. I mean, half of those 16 rebounds were on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. The, the Lakers just couldn't close out possessions, and the, the Suns made them pay for it.
0: And it's weird for the Lakers to get killed on the offensive glass when you got Anthony Davis, right? Andre Drummond, LeBron James. Montrez Harrell, who comes in, he's a beast on the glass. Marcus all phenom- He's a fucking he's a big. thousand years old, but like, yeah, he's big. He's got
1: phenomenal positioning. So one thing that really stood out to me was how low scoring this game was and how few shots the Lakers got, mostly because of those offensive rebounds. Yeah, I, mean, I think LeBron only took thirteen shots. AD only took sixteen shots, and those were the guys who took the most shots on the team.
0: And the Lakers only got to ninety on some cheap bullshit three at the end of the game on the last <laughs> possession. It's like who's really who's shooting that shot when you're down, fucking twelve points at the end of the game when there's like ten seconds left. Come on, dude. Yeah. Just dribble that ball out. We're not doing fucking Moses Malone patent stats here.
1: Come on. <laughs> For as impressive as Ayton was, Book really uh, shouldered the offensive load there. He scored a third of their points over a third of their points with 34 shot 50% hit three threes seven boards eight assists all around awesome game from book yeah
0: no surprise at all he turned up in the bubble last year in the eight games mm-hmm. tried to get him to the playoffs eight and zero in the bubble did everything that he could he was hitting the fucking game-winning fallaways on Kawhi and Paul George when they played them Led them to an eight and and0 record and the math just didn't work in their favor. They ended up getting eliminated. And mm-hmm. this time around, they make him the playoffs as a two seed. Devin Booker's showing what he's made of, too. These I think he's meant for this. He only took he took seven threes in the game. He came into the league as like a catch and shoot sharpshooter. And he just dices up, gets inside, gets like Mid range, close range, puts up little floaters, puts up high arcing fadeaways. Like there's nothing you can do to stop this
1: guy. No, and I mean he really had to have a big game with Chris Paul. You know, only seven points, eight assists. He got hurt midway through the second, bad bad uh, shoulder injury. But he came back, played. He's uh, questionable to play next game, but I have a feeling that uh, he'll play through any pain he's still feeling. Yeah,
0: that's just storyline drama. Chris Paul is just trying to get... He's trying to get everybody amped up right now so he can have a heroic comeback.
1: Yeah, he saw how uh, LeBron went down holding his arm when he boxed him out on that free throw. He's like, oh, your shoulders hurt? Oh, mine too. You have no excuse, buddy.
0: Yeah, oh, no. Well, I guess we're both playing with hurt shoulders. We'll see who comes out on
1: top. That's right. You know you know they're thinking that. They're playing that game, those old, those old friends. By the way, this is the first time they've ever met in a playoff series, and... Uh, LeBron's been in the league since 0-3 and Chris Paul since 0-5, so a little exciting for the uh, the two off season buddies to be uh, going head to head here in the first round. Yeah, the banana boat buds.
0: That's right. I got gotta say though, such a lack of a sense of urgency from the Lakers in this game, which makes me think oh, yeah. that LeBron will turn it on in this series when he really wants to, and I don't know if that's really gonna hope be so. game I love two. Watching that. I don't know if it's going to be Game Three. I don't know if they're waiting to go back to LA, but there's no chance LeBron is going to have another game where he takes 13 shots. Where when they're down 12 in the fourth quarter, LeBron's taking fucking 27 foot three pointers instead of taking it to the rack. He just looked like he just looked like he really had no interest in taking it to him in this game.
1: Yeah, he took six shots from inside the arc, and he's LeBron James. <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking absurd. This is a guy that
0: averaged like 35 a game against the Warriors in the finals just by backing down, hitting post-fades all game mm-hmm. long.
1: Right. I mean, he really seemed content doing something I, I'm going to call back backcourt quarterbacking, where he, he initiates the play and then takes himself out of it. Yeah,
0: just absolutely taking it easy. And maybe, he just, maybe he's just trying to get a little more rest. Maybe he doesn't feel 100%, but... True. i would expect this to be a long series i don't think lebron's just gonna go down like that
1: yeah maybe he expected more from ad <laughs> yeah something you know i'm not sure i'm I'm not lebron i don't know what he's thinking
0: but or maybe he's got covid dude violating health and safety protocols and not getting suspended for
1: it that's very true maybe uh he's got the vid yeah dude who knows anyway not trying to spread rumors yeah
0: i am so, yeah. <laughs> I think it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit. I mean, obviously they're not going to suspend LeBron in the playoffs, but like, God damn it, dude!
1: Come on, don't be talking shit, my boy, LeBron. Come on. Oh, I'm gonna knock your block off if you say another fucking bad word about LeBron.
0: All I'm saying is LeBron anti vaxxer Look it up. Your
1: <laughs> <laughs> crackpot conspiracy theories.
0: I'm not capping, dude. Check the quotes. LeBron will not say if he's getting vaccinated or not.
1: Better watch your block, buddy.
0: <laughs> you better, you or I'm knocking come, it off You better come down here if
1: you're talking that big game Jeremy mm, I'm coming down there I'm ex- <laughs> And I'm excited <laughs> Yeah baby I'm excited to see my guy What
0: two, two weeks, three weeks Till we record a podcast in person
1: That's right baby First ever live balls out Yeah Oh man it's gonna be sweaty it's sweaty be balls.
0: Stinky up in this apartment.
1: <laughs> Downright disgusting. <laughs> All right, and the last game we haven't talked about, we don't have to talk about much. Um, definitely not saving the best for last year. And that's the the 76ers <laughs> just taking care of business against the Wizards. 125, 118. A little closer than you'd expect. Uh, Philly were 7.5 point Vegas favorites, and uh, they just barely didn't cover. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, this game was interesting. It was really, really close at the halftime. It was pretty close for most of the game. Uh, Embiid ended up with three fouls pretty early on, so they had to take him out, and then it was basically just a Tobias Harris mm-hmm. show. He went for what, 27 in the first half? It was something yeah. absolutely ridiculous for Tobias Harris. Ended up with 37 in the game. High efficiency. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um... He's great. This season, he's been fantastic, too. It seems like playing for Doc oh, yeah. Rivers is just the mojo for him.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's, that's his That's his guy right there. And then you got 33
0: out of Bradley Beal on the other side. 33, 10, and 6 assists. Uh, 6 assists to 6 turnovers. Pretty tough. And then mm-hmm. Westbrook... Shot a good percentage, though. Shot a good percentage. 13 of 23. Uh, Westbrook, though, 16 points, 14 assists, and 6 turnovers. Just, Isn't, those are one of those Westbrook classic. Games. It's that just classic Westbrook numbers, dude. You know he's going to put up the numbers. You never know if it's really going to help the team. It does in some ways. He still was getting Daniel Gafford going, dropping dimes to him. Gets mm. other teammates going, but... It's just you need more scoring out of him, and you need uh, less turnovers, and that's just typically the story of higher efficiency yes. and less. It's usually higher efficiency, less shot attempts, and those are good Westbrook games.
1: That's right, like in that uh, playing game against the Pacers, you know? It's it's right there for him. Just t- take out those bad shots and those bad turnovers, and you're a great player. But exactly. He just, he's so headstrong, he's not going to do that. Now, are you expecting much out of this series in the long run? No, I think it's going to be a sweep. Um, one thing I really want to draw attention to here is uh, Ben Simmons' stat line. Yeah. Fucking Six points, 15 rebounds, and 15 assists, doing his best Draymond Green impression. That's crazy, dog. <laughs> only two turnovers with 15 assists. That's a pretty awesome ratio there. Seven and a half. It's pretty damn good.
0: He just cannot fucking score the basketball <laughs> ever. It's such a weird thing. I mean, when you got
1: two teammates going for 30, I guess you don't really have to. He's in a good situation there. You don't really have to. And he's kicking out to shooters like uh, Seth and Danny. They each hit three threes, you know. It's just uh, what you mm-hmm. its what you want to see from the Sixers, aside from the foul trouble from Embiid. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And, I mean, only winning by seven over this Wizards team is not exactly what you would want, but I don't think... I don't think they're coming into this series expecting to too much, so they're probably not playing their A game.
1: No. So um, let's go back through and uh, make our predictions. Uh, I've already kind of mentioned it on that Sixers-Wizards one. I expect it to be a sweep. I don't think we'll be uh, doing any more recaps on it by the time we meet next week. Uh, What do you think?
0: I'm gonna agree with you. I really want to pick the Wizards for a game, but it that would be it's just gonna take like historic effort out of Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have to go for like fifty something. Westbrook's gonna have to have a super efficient game just for them to seal one. I'd say. Yeah, and that's tough against. I those don't defense. see it happening. Yeah, no, taking the brooms out for that one. That's sweep season. Gotcha.
1: How about uh, Suns Lakers? This one's interesting. Suns. God. The only time I ever recall a seven seed being the favorite. I want to take the
0: Suns so fucking bad in this one, but it's just so hard to pick against LeBron. Mm-hmm. And and it's also, you don't want to overreact to game one, especially when LeBron's looking as passive as he did in that game. I'm going to say I got Lakers in six for this one. After the first four games when we meet back on Monday, I'm thinking this is another one that's going to be 2-2. Gotcha.
1: Um, I care to agree. You know, I think the Suns have a lot of fight in them. So, but I think that just gets them another game. <laughs> That's about it. it doesn't, I think so, too. It doesn't matter when you're going against the, the all time great player that LeBron is. He, he didn't seem to treat this one like a playoff game, and I expect him to, to go, what does he call it? Zero dark 23 when he fucking goes playoff <laughs> mode and he turns off his social media. Yeah, some some crazy shit like that Yeah, some some cringe (laughs) bullshit Yeah, he's he's gonna
0: do that (laughs) Exactly And you know Anthony Davis You know Anthony Davis got a crazy spanking After last game from Daddy LeBron And he's not gonna come out Putting fucking Whatever he did 15 points or 13 points Yeah, 13 points on 16 shots mm-hmm. You know LeBron's not letting that happen again Or he's getting fucking traded in the offseason oh, sir. So.
1: Yeah Clutch will drop him like a fucking Bad habit
0: Yeah exactly Then you might hey, you might see Julius Randle on the Lakers it Might be a straight up trade <laughs> Who knows <laughs> <laughs> Might be a fucking homecoming for the boy Wow uh, Alright moving back up nah, to I'm lying about that Randall's a nick forever
1: Yeah I was going to say you're just going to give up on that
0: easy for AD yeah, no chance. Not a coward that puts up 13
1: against DeAndre in his first playoff game. Bark. That's soft. All right, moving back up to Grizzlies Jazz. What do you think, Mitchell coming back?
0: This really feels like the magic taking one off of the Raptors in the season that the Raptors won the championship when the Magic had the fucking... They had the crazy DJ Augustine game one where he put up, like, 27 or something. The Magic took the game. And then it was just gentleman sweep afterwards. Donovan Mitchell comes back. I don't think Rudy Gobert is going to foul out in, like, 25 minutes again. I don't think the Jazz are going to shoot that poorly from three again since they've been the hottest shooting team in the league this season. I really like the Grizzlies. I really like their heart and toughness. Prove it. I don't like them that much I don't love them I think for their season to take the first game off of the Jazz I think that's a fucking big dub right there anything else is gravy right now I think they're going to put up
1: a fight I think these games are going to be tough for the Jazz but I'm thinking Jazz in 5 Uh, I expect this one to be 2-2 I think the Grizzlies have another one left in the tank I think they can win one of the... They just won this one in Utah. They still go back to Memphis for two games, you know? That's true. I mean, even with Mitchell coming back, as much as I love Donovan Mitchell, if you guys do recall, he was on my all bay third team. But this Grizzlies team is so much more talented than that Magic team. I mean, John Morant is awesome. He's got so much Hort. So much Hort. Hort. He's got four <laughs> and Dylan Brooks has been hot. I expect him to continue. Um Kyle Anderson's awesome defender playing great. I gotta say though, I don't think Dylan Brooks is hot
0: though, truthfully. I don't I don't really like his hair that much. If we're just <laughs> if we're
1: just talking facts real quick. I saw a tweet earlier today that said he looks like Danny Green's evil twin and now I can't unsee it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, right?
0: Yeah, dude. That's not doing you any favors Looks wise either So
1: (laughs) (laughs) At least John Moran's The face of the franchise Yeah true Alright One thing we have to talk about Do you know who Travis Kelsey is On the The Kansas City Chiefs Do you know what he looks like Yeah I think he looks exactly Like Valanchunas You gotta pull him up Side by side (laughs) I, I'm gonna pull it up right now, so just just keep going
0: while I do this. I'm it's...
1: convinced that Travis Ke- that Travis Kelsey for football season just I mean, I'm sorry, I'm convinced that Valentunas for football season just shrinks himself like seven inches where he has to do to be <laughs> Travis Kelsey and then suits up for the Chiefs and breaks records with Pat Mahomes.
0: <laughs> just somehow plays running on his knees the entire time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. These dudes are identical. He's a better tight end than he is shit,
0: <laughs> That is so spot on. That's like a fucking body double right there.
1: Yeah, I just noticed it in the Warriors playing game. I was like, "What is Travis Kelsey doing? A fouling out of this game?" <laughs> like, dude, what is? How did Travis Kelsey get so tall? That's what I'm saying.
0: Wait, Travis Kelsey's 31 years old Alright, Valanchunas is 29 Allegedly mm, I don't
1: know, I th- I'd split the difference there I think th- this one person is 30 oh, Yeah, that's what I'm thinking
0: <laughs> Holy shit God, Travis Kelsey is 6'5 too He's huge
1: Yeah, I mean I mean, it's a pretty big height discrepancy But who can really tell from <laughs> down here? I mean, I'm looking up to both of them <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah right dude I don't know what the camera adds how many inches right
1: pause
0: <laughs> dare <laughs> I say it Ho-
1: hopefully it does <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean. alright so anyway I have this one going 2-2 but then the, the Jazz winning in, uh, in 6 I'm, I don't have that much faith in the Grizzlies but I think they make it a series
0: All right, nice. Well, yeah. So we both think Jazz are gonna take care of business. And last but not least, what do you think? We got Knicks Hawks. Hawks. Are you gonna fucking? Are you gonna be my guy? Are you gonna try and hurt me here? What's better than a
1: game seven in MSG, baby?
0: Uh, Oh my god! How long has it fucking been since it's happened, dude?
1: Especially one where the home team comes out on top. I think this one will be two two Mm -hmm. next time we talk. And I think they uh, they go to 7 and the Knicks come out on top. What do you think? Emphasis on top. <laughs> Knicks. But not on top. Him. Get it? You're not on top. him. <laughs> Unless he plays
0: like he did last game. I was impressed. I think this is going to be such a tight series. It's going to come down to Game 7. The Knicks, it's not in the fucking cards of the universe for the Knicks to lose Game 7 in MSG after this season. No, sir. So... I, I think they'll get it done. I think if it comes down to it, Julius Randle's whipping the balls out. He's been too fucking good this year to let us down at this point. <laughs> so I'm trusting him. Even though he had a pretty shit game in game one, That'll I still the worst wanted he them does. to go to him at the end. I think I agree with that. I think it'll be the worst game that he plays in the series. I still had faith in him down the stretch. I still wanted them to go to him with the last shot. It was pretty poorly drawn up inbounds play. There was also only .9 seconds left, but I think Julius Randle's our guy. I think he's going to get it done. I think this is going to go 7. It'll probably be 2-2 by the time we come back next week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I got the Knicks, baby. I can't pick against my guys.
1: Nice. I completely agree. Those are, I'm, I'm renting out those guys for this series.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's go.
1: So, um, staying on this game, We're we're gonna introduce a a segment here called uh, Who Went Balls Out? Where we each pick a player, coach, any basketball-related person that went balls out this week. And um, the reason I wanna stay on this game is because uh, I begrudgingly have to pick Trey Young. I mean, this man was phenomenal. He was uh, just the fourth player in NBA history to have a a 30-point, 10-assist playoff debut, joining the likes of uh, LeBron James, Chris Paul and Derrick Rose. Ever heard of them? Uh, Derrick Rose, yeah. <laughs> He's <laughs> a
0: fantastic sixth man this year.
1: <laughs> and um, to cap off his brilliant game, he just he hits a game winner in overtime in the final seconds, and then just hushes MSG in, in the weirdest way possible, putting his finger like up to his unibrow instead of down to his lips.
0: God damn. He's got to work on his Jesus form there. Fuck him. Yeah, we just need to get this series over so you can fucking go back to the Misty Mountains already because I'm done <laughs> seeing this motherfucker. I'm sure. I'm I'm already angry about it. It was like nine free throws in the fourth quarter or something after they didn't give him anything in the whole game. That fucking bullshit call they gave on R.J. Barrett that they reviewed it and still called it a foul. Try Young bald out. I respect him, but...
1: This is the universe's I, I still, way of... I still hate him. Last last week when I tried to say who my snubs were, who the guys that uh, were close to making the NBA but didn't, I mentioned Trey Young. And you just had to say that there was no need to mention him. <laughs>
0: you know what? The Knicks just love adversity. This season we were picked to be one of the worst teams in the league. We come through big time. Down 0-1 in the series. This is exactly where we want to be. <laughs> All right, so uh, who's your balls-out boy? Who balled out for you? I got a guy that I already hyped up a little bit, but I got to go back to him, dude. I was so unbelievably impressed by DeAndre Ayton in this game. Oh, yeah. Going against a huge front line. Everybody was kind of doubting him in this series. A lot of people were talking about, ah, the Suns don't have the bigs to compete with the Lakers, with Andre Drummond, with Anthony Davis, with Marcus Saul. They have a DeAndre Ayton if he gets in foul trouble or anything like that, or he might just not be ready because he's so young. It's only his third year in the league, first time in the playoffs. Shuts everybody up right away. 21-16, and He is 10 for 11. We talked about it already. Just hyper-efficient, mm-hmm. going out there, getting it done, and fucking proving everybody wrong. So I loved to see it out of him. And I've been a pretty solid DeAndre Ayton fan this whole time. Dude's just got a fucking incredible body He's the 7 foot fucking monster And he's still, what, 22 years old at this point? Yeah like He's got plenty of time to get it figured out And it's his first time in the playoffs With mm-hmm. so a promising start So i love to see it from him
1: See, I've, I've really had to come around on him Because um, I, I've referred to myself as DeShondre Hayton <laughs> because I did not like this guy coming out of the draft. I cannot stand a big man who doesn't play defense. And he had no defensive instincts in college. But he has come a very, very long way since the draft. And he's done a, a great job to work on that part of his game to really strengthen that weakness he had. Now he's a uh, he's uh, above par or under par. He's a better defender than average. <laughs> <laughs> The metaphor is just absolutely on point. I know, I'm a golf guy too, I should probably know this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, coming out of college defensively, Dennis Rodman would have said, he's just big, he got no moves. (laughs) And now, he's getting it done, dude. Getting Mm -hmm. it done against one of the best bigs in the league, scoring more points in the game than LeBron, getting more rebounds than anybody else in the game. Like, DeAndre is big time, man. Oh,
1: yeah. So... This this concludes our podcast for this week. Uh, We've done a much better job on time. We still went a little over uh, what we thought we would do. We kind of wanted to keep it just over an hour, and we're going on about (laughs) an hour 30. Not bad. I mean, a step in the right direction. Not too shabby. Yeah. Um, I just want to thank everybody for all the support. We got way more listens than I thought we would on the first episode. We have so many great friends who really came out and supported us, helped spread the word. I just want to thank all of you. Hell yeah.
0: Let me just reiterate that. Anybody that listened, shout out to you. Really appreciate that. Anybody that reposted on Instagram, any socials, anybody that reached out to us on anything, thank you so much. Anybody that follows us on anything and didn't, (laughs) you're fucking, you're blocked instantly. You're out of my life. You have
1: a chance to redeem yourself here.
0: (laughs) that's right yeah you still have a chance we won't cut you off that fast but <laughs> we really we really really do appreciate the love from everybody there oh, yeah. was massive outpouring the other day and that felt really good oh yeah
1: I wanna I wanna remind everyone to please subscribe on all three channels that's Spotify Apple and YouTube if you do that and you send me some sort of proof to theballsoutpodcast at com, we will each send you a personalized message thanking you and uh We're a couple of uh, pretty sentimental, great writers, so those messages will be great. I guarantee that. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, go ahead and do that. Give us a five-star review on Apple. Uh, Zach, is there anything else you'd like to say? Weather's getting nice, everybody. Get those fucking balls out. That's right. Get those balls out. Let them breathe, baby. Yeah, baby. Thanks a lot, everybody. Oh, yeah, signing off. Uh, Bye, everybody. Don't forget to tune in next week. Thank you, love you all.